Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Just Talking with Dan and Seb. I'm Dan. And I'm Seb, and welcome to episode 34 after two weeks of silence. We've been gone for two weeks now. Now, the first time it was due to the Roadcaster Pro breaking down. It was the cable, the power cable of the Roadcaster. Something went wrong. But it's it. okay. We went to store DJ and they sorted us out with another cable thing. Happy days. We're all good now. Next time uh, we, uh, we got here... Well, we were doing Ch- a Chadwick's episode yeah. with Benny T and Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that time, Dan forgot the... I forgot the SD cards. I brought everything here except the SD cards, which is kind of the key part, you know. And um, everyone got dressed up in their ball suits and was ready to go. We even got some non-alcoholic champagne. Yeah, and, and that didn't happen. We still drank the non-alcoholic champagne. Yeah, but... but um, so um, it was two attempts at the same episode. And we were drinking this non-alcoholic champagne while watching the telly. Uh, and the telly was informing us that we had to go into a five-day lockdown because a security guard at uh, one of the hotel quarantine places got COVID and then he went wandering about. And yeah. Well, we were lucky. So so WA has pretty much had no community. Well, it ha- hasn't had any community spread for 10 months. Like there's been no cases in the community except for people coming from overseas and quarantining in these hotels where they've been doing 14-day hotel quarantines. And this security guard worked, what was scary is he's a security guard and he also worked as an Uber driver. And he was on the floor where there was the, there were patients with the UK strain. Um, mm. So they kept them all together. And it, it's surprising this hasn't already happened really, but he obviously got sick and didn't go into work. And thank God he didn't go Uber driving. Because uh, he, he was a part-time Uber driver. He was a part-time Uber driver. So it was, you know, it's lucky that he didn't, you know, take people around the place because he could have, that, that would have, Fucked us, definitely. But as an extra precaution, uh, Mr. Mark McGowan, love you very much. Sexy man, Mark McGowan, premier. Um, he has enforced that we wear masks uh, in public spaces. Yeah. Well, and private space. Well, I'm, it's, I'm it's, not, it's mainly you. in public spaces, yeah. Um, if, uh, you know, you're going out, got to wear a mask. Yeah. Um, which includes school. So we have to wear masks at school. We were meant to start school last week. And now because of this, we went into a, the five-day lockdown and uh, we had to do three days of online school. Only year 12s had to do three days of online school. And now we're going to school this week, tomorrow. When this episode is out, we'll be at school. Which I'm very excited for because um, online school sucks. It, it does. And I feel bad for the teachers and the students. It's pretty shit. Because it just, it's bad. It is bad. It's bad. I don't feel like I learn anything in online school. No, definitely not. Um, but the good thing is we are... Going to TAFE on Thursdays. Yeah, we do, we're doing do TAFE and we are doing it together. I don't know if we updated everyone. We it was. Can I tell that saga? Yeah, you tell the saga. So Daniel, oh my phone buzzed. Yeah. Um, forgot to hand in his resignation. Uh, no, not res- resignation. No. Thingy resume no. resume resume thing. He forgot to hand in his resume. Um, for ages for the TAFE. He forgot to sign up for it for yeah. ages. And then when he finally did, he was actually ninth on the waiting seventh. list. Was it seventh? Seventh on the waiting list. Okay. Yeah. Your phone is going off. Yeah, put it away. More about Benny like, T. Oh, what? it's Benny T. Now leave him alone. Yeah, bugger off, Benny T. <laughs> Benny T. Um, so, uh, ah. um, Dan was on uh, seventh on the waiting list yeah. for ages. And then he's like, oh, shit, don't think I'll be able to do it. So then he goes to this other place. We won't disclose what that place yeah. is. Thinking about going to this other to this other place, place that does a course. And I I showed them. They asked me to bring in some because it's a it's a film TAFE course. Um, and and they also do some podcasting. So you know I'm sure we'll get 
we're gonna we gotta ace that. Oh yeah, it'd be pretty embarrassing yeah, yeah. if you very did. Serious, but very serious. Very serious. No, no. But I mean, if when we're doing the the podcasting part at TAFE, if we don't sort of do, good we'll rock it. up with our own road. We'll pull up. Yeah, we'll pull up with our stuff. We'll just show them. We'll be like, we don't even have to do it, man. We have our <laughs> whole like thing sorted. Anyway, um, the it was pretty much the same course I was gonna do with this other TAFE. It was a private TAFE, but but it would be on Friday. It was no Wednesdays. It was gonna be on a Wednesday, oh, Wednesday instead okay. of Thursday, and they told me to bring in some film I'd made, uh, and so I brought them in my short film I made last year for school, which uh, Seb is in. Seb is in it. Um, you can find it on YouTube. No, don't go find it on YouTube. <laughs> if, if you search, it's very embarrassing. If you search my name up on YouTube, it's called The Horizon. You might be able to find my YouTube channel. It's when I had these really long sideburns and I just looked really disgusting. No, I liked your big sideburns. I didn't like them. Uh, why'd you keep them? Well, I, d- I just, d- I don't know. Looking back, I don't like them. You don't like them. Anyway. I think they're ugly. Um, So they they watched my film. They went, oh, yeah, nah, you're probably too advanced for this course. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. At the same time, you were like. Yeah, I know. It was kind of like, fuck, you know, like I've got to go to this thing now. This was my only ch- option at this point because we both decided not to do ATAR. And if I didn't go to do this course, I would have been, I had to do something. You have to, you have to have some sort of certificate if you don't do ATAR at the end of school. Yep. And so I didn't know what to do. And so my my mummy, my mummy gave... Your, your mummy called up... My mummy called up to TAFE. And they went, Are we, my, my son, ninth on the waiting list, but Why do you, you think you can push him? sort of South African? <laughs> mm. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, it turns out I was second on the waiting list and we called and we sort of worked it out. And so now me and Seb are doing TAFE together, which is great. It was great. Good job. Nice look, job. Look, look at the camera. Shake hands. Very nice. So this is last podcast episode before Big TAFE. Yeah, we'll, we'll and we're probably going to make lots of fun friends at F- TAFE. Fun friends, at, cool fun with, friends at TAFE. With big muscles. So with, <laughs> with big and muscles. And we're probably going to plug plug the podcast there as well. Shameless plugs. Yeah. Shameless plugs. So they'll probably be listening to this episode now. The latest. Maybe episode. it's that's actually quite possible. Yeah. So hi newcomers. Hi newcomers. We don't know you yet, but you know. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really want to sponsor. For this podcast, Fair I want enough. someone to sponsor us. Someone to sponsor a drink company would be nice. That would be cool, and then we can get cool drinks for just drinking. But anyone, 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 we're cool guys. This this episode is brought to you by me because I this, this, episode, this. Yeah, brought to you by us, uh, <laughs> who do the potty. Anyway, what else has happened in the last I two? I want to get paid, man. <laughs> I don't want to work at Mac. Speaking anymore. of speaking of pay, give it give us give money, us money Patreon. Patreon. Uh, anyway, what else has happened in the last two weeks? Um, uh, Biden's inauguration. Oh yeah, right. I don't think we've done an episode since Biden got in. As so we're all very happy. Yay! No more Trump. Job, yeah. Job Iden. Job Iden. Yeah, yeah. Job. His his Instagram account is. Well, I mean the the POTUS Instagram. The account. POTUS. Uh, well, he stopped posting on Joe Biden, and uh, there is also a POTUS Twitter, but it's like a new account. They don't use the same one Trump had. It's a new POTUS. But oh, Trump, Trump didn't have an Instagram. There was no POTUS Trump account. Yeah, because he just used his own. <laughs> yeah. Because he, it wasn't he, he it just, wasn't managed by anyone. It wasn't managed by, by anyone. Him, it was just him. him. Anyway, uh, but it's, it's interesting. So Biden is officially the 46th president of the United States, but he's not actually the 46th president because uh, the same the guy. One, there was one guy who had a non-consecutive term and they just said, oh, he's the 44th and the 46th. And the 46th. No, well, not. Not those numbers, but oh, what? no, because the, well, Biden's. Oh, sorry, no, no. Anyway, what, what, like, he was, he was, yeah, yeah. So he, um, I can't remember his name. 
you said he came he came Taft. up. His Taft. His name was Taft. Last name was Taft. Roosevelt? He was after Roosevelt. And it was him. It was so it was Roosevelt, then him, then someone else, and then him again. And so they counted him twice and, and used they went up a number, even though it was the same guy. And so And he was really big and he had this stash. Big handlebar mode. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Oh, he doesn't look like him, but he I the same vibes as Colonel Sanders. I don't know why. <laughs> Fair enough. Um anyway, so forty sixth president, but sort of not, because it's kind of forty forty fifth, even though Trump was forty fifth, but it's like ah. it's same guy tw- I don't know why they would do that. I think but that's you watch your YouTube video on that? No, I just I saw expanding it. your smarts. No, I just saw a post at somewhere on Instagram just like this guy went twice. I didn't know that. I don't know all the presidents like off by heart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, we s- uh, also, um, as of recent events, uh, our first catch up with our mates since um, oh yeah, lockdown ended. Since we 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 just played Minecraft for basically all of lockdown. We we I, I made a realm. I made a Discord, and we uh, and, on d- and the Discord was called Collective Entity, and we renamed every like all the nicknames for everyone's um, profile was like a different part of the body. Yeah. So what were you again? I was shoulders. What, were you fingers? I was fingers. Yeah, and we all just... It was pretty funny. And I'd always ask Heggy if he wanted to go on a play date because he was bum. You want to go on a play date with bum? Yeah. You still need to build my house on Minecraft. I employed Daniel to build my house. In oh, I'm half finished. Are we going to keep playing on that realm? Netherite yeah, because you haven't finished it. Yeah, anyway, I started building Seb a house on Minecraft. I'll probably be playing it in class. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I haven't honestly played Minecraft in... Like ages, like for real. Well, since the other lockdown, legit, pretty much since like the beginning March, of last year, March since last March year. last year, I have not played any Minecraft. It's always nice, like it's very um, nostalgic for our generation. Minecraft, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, I can't, I kind of have like phases of Minecraft. Yeah, get into Minecraft, then, I'm then you get sick of it because once you sort of grind a world and you do all that, it kind of mm. gets boring again because you yeah. like, you know, you. Get your cool things. You get your diamond or netherite armor now, and then you go fight the end dragon, and then you kind of like, well, well, that's it. You can keep building shit, but it's kind of like, what do I do? You yeah. know, yeah, it's kind of it. So, um, anyway, but the thing is, saying, each each oh. um different game, like once you restart, it's like never the same. You know, it's yeah, it is. It's always you always feel so odd when you start again. Mm. Like it's not. It's just never the same again. The vibe, every it's that's what's special about Minecraft. Every world is different. Every world is different, and every world has like a, a vibe about it that's just special and unique to that world. And and it, I could never play Minecraft by myself anymore. I don't think. Oh no, I no. play it with mates. I mean, I could play by myself if I was in class, like building my house on a realm that we're all playing on. But I I couldn't just have a world for myself. No, nope. not anymore. Not I'd, anymore. Those are the old days. Yeah. No, but you know, I drink how to forget, but I always remember. <laughs> But you know how like you'd always have people would always have Minecraft worlds when you were little, and you just build like a big diamond block square house. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, big big diamond block. I'm house. rich, rich even with though my I'm diamond in, block. Even though I'm in creative, I'm rich. Rich, rich with my creative. Like my sister legit, that's what she would do. Mm-hmm. We would play Minecraft, and she would just build a big diamond box, no floor, just big grass. She put a bed in the corner, and that would be it. Pimp. Big big diamond, big diamond house. You know. Anyway, um, as so we met up the other day. We had all the all the mates over. <laughs> First well, time for not, I mean, ma- not f- many mates, not many mates. Not, not many mates because that'd been in a irre- oh, silly irre- business, irresponsible. No, we all wear, we all wore masks. It was very serious. You all masks. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we didn't wear masks. Um. Anyway, it was no, it was a good catch up. 
because we hadn't seen everyone in five days. We watched a cool movie. Called, um, it was a Danish film with Mads Mikkelsen called Another Round or in um, Danish. It was called Druk, which I think translates to, to drunk. drunk. And it was about these dudes. The English name feels a bit less on the nose than than just drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's anyway. That's what I think it means. Yeah. Um, so it was about these four school teachers who were just boring and drop kicks and they just... <laughs> Real pushovers. Well, and and the Mads Mikkelsen character, he had to ha- he basically had like an intervention from all the students' parents, like you're a shit teacher, <laughs> and so he was like, oh yeah, I am boring maybe, and then, and his his wife didn't like him. Yeah, and so then they had a dinner for one of the other teachers' birthdays, and one of them said, oh, have you heard about this philosopher? He thinks that he believes that humans actually have, um a deficient 0.05 in, in blood alcohol level. Uh, and that Humans are just more pimp when they're only really only slightly, slightly drunk intoxicated. Because apparently, it, it, I don't know if this is a true thing or if it's like fully fabricated for the movie. I'm sure it's semi-based in something. Mm. I mean, not that I Googled it. Um, and yeah, it was just the idea that humans have a deficiency of 0.05% blood alcohol content, which I don't think there's any alcohol in our blood in the first place, so yeah. Anyway, um, whatever. Um, so th- these dudes set out to just keep that zero point zero five percent for all day, every day. Like they just drink a little bit to stay at that level, mm. and they monitor there. Um, and it was a, it was a cool movie. I gave it a four, but I sort of felt like three and a half was. I, d- I just thought it dragged a bit. Like it could have been yeah. shorter. Yeah, that's that was the only thing I didn't yeah like about it. It dragged a bit towards the end. Yeah. Um, and also it didn't re- – it kind of uh, finished on kind of like a – A very ambiguous – I don't mind when films do that though. I like when films end Yeah, ambiguously. yeah, but I, I didn't feel right for this film. I don't know. It That's kind of true. I think it should have wrapped up a bit nicer. But it was – I mean, you can imagine what happens. They sort of – they start off, you know, sticking to this 0.05. They all drink that much and then it progressively gets worse. Yeah. And, and they drink more and more and – you know, so it, it ends up. They start drinking like more and more, and, and then they get really smashed one night. Like it, so it sort of it progresses, and you sort of find out, you know, that it's a bad idea, and they all eventually sort of stop. Ish. Um, yeah, it was a good movie. Though. I thought it was pretty cool, but yeah, I always find with international films, it is just the language barrier thing. Even if you've got subtitles, it's still kind of hard to connect. Do you not? Do you know what I mean? Like. I used to get that as a kid, but you don't. No, feel but I think I think because because it's so distracting when you have to read sometimes and then look back up at what's happening. I feel a bit of a disconnect. <laughs> this movie is actually right. I kind of got into it enough that it was fine, but sometimes, like when I watched uh, what's it called Parasite, I forgot about it completely. Really? Yeah, because I was. It really didn't stay with you. A little bit, but I just remember being so in the movie that it, it was fine. Because I almost, in some ways, Parasite, you can almost get away with not even knowing what they're saying and you still understand. Like, it's that kind I think it was a good movie. I mean, it was. Everyone agrees it was a good movie. But mm. um, This movie, I did feel a bit of a disconnect with the having to read subtitles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I think the whole subtitles thing doesn't really affect me anymore because, I, I, like, half of the films, maybe even more than half of the films I watch are... Uh, foreign language, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So I, I'm kind of used to it now. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mind. I don't have an issue with it. Like I think it's cool. I think it's great watching. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool, man. It's a bit hip and indie to watch international. Fi- 
No, but I think it's it's good when you watch films that aren't made in America because they're just done differently. Mm. It just there's just diversity. Diversity. No, no, but it's not even the diversity thing. It's just like you just it's just not made by Hollywood. It's just not in that space. Well, diversity in style anyway. In style, yeah. And not necessarily in you know, I mean that was still just a bunch of like Caucasian white people. Well, I wasn't talking about race. Oh, anyway, but yeah, it is. It is. I I thought it was a good movie. Um, yeah, that's all. Thanks. Um, and you gave it three and a half out of five. <laughs> Did you give it a four? Well, I actually gave it a four, but uh, the more I think about it, like a three and a half seems reasonable. Yeah, on Letterboxd. Follow Seb. Are you about to ask everyone to follow you on Letterboxd? Well, you know, all of our, all of our friends from film school. <laughs> <laughs> and TAFE. And TAFE. Did we say it was starting TAFE? Yeah, we did. We did. We talked about TAFE, yeah. Um, the Seb Smith on Letterboxd. The Seb Smith on Letterboxd. Don't follow my Letterboxd. It's not, it's not worth it. <laughs> Seb's is maintained well and he watches a lot more films than I do and like logs them all and reviews them and stuff. Well, you bitching. We started watching Come and See. I know. I didn't finish Come and, and See because it was very good. You didn't finish it. I know. I hate And I hate myself for it because I really don't like starting films and not finishing them in one go. But the thing is, there's nothing... Uh, look, okay. There's nothing worse than like going halfway through a film and then, and then just wait, leaving it ages. Because you're so out of it. And then starting it back up again halfway. Yeah, that's I feel like true. I have to start again. I'm not going to watch it again. I'm not going to start again. Exactly. But I, I, so might go back, I, might, I might go back a little bit, like backtrack to where we... You know what is really good? Not that you're watching it, but it is actually very good and I think it's a very kind of different vibe. Is it a show? It is. Is it The Haunting of Hill House? No, but okay. that is very good. I have said you should watch The Haunting of Hill House. It is horror, but it's not super scary. Okay. Um, Seb should watch it. Yep. Because Seb doesn't like TV shows. Um, well, they're, they're filmed in a very certain <laughs> way. And I just, but I don't know. But it depends. But this Haunting of Hill House could quite easily okay. be a fucking long okay. movie. There's, there's TV shows. And there's limited series. And then there's limited series Netflix shows. And I do prefer limited series Netflix shows. Not necessarily Netflix, just limited series. Oh, whatever. Um, because then they're wrapped up and it's just like a long ass movie. Yep. But they're all still filmed the same way. I disagree with that strongly. No, in terms of... They've just got a lot... Most TV shows have lower budgets. In terms of editing and cinematography, I like to see... Like the films that I like give five stars. Yeah. They're the ones that, you know, mix it up a bit and they're very creative in terms of that. But they do play it by the book a lot of the time, which is not bad, but... but it's not. Well, I think you would appreciate Haunting. I keep telling you this about Haunting of Hill House. Well, I watched the first episode, and it, you know um, the cinematography and the editing is still very, you know. You think it's TV to the book? Okay, no, well, you watch no, episode. not TV. It's Netflix series. It's a very different way of um, doing. We things. didn't finish the first episode though, but it's more about some. No, I, we did finish the first episode. Did we? Oh. Yep. Well, I agree with you, but I also think that some pieces of media, regardless of film or TV, about the story more, and some are because some things. You, there's some films that aren't that don't have great cinematography that are still great films because the story's good. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, maybe Haunting of... Episode 6 is great of Haunting of Hill House in terms of filming because it's it's done in three shots. Like, literally, they filmed it in three shots. And it's an hour long. They're like three 25-minute shots and it's really cool to watch. Mm. And it transitions between the past and the future and they legit built the sets. Like, there's actually... Unlike um, 1917 or Birdman where there's actual cuts and they hide them. Yep. There's no hidden cuts. There's literally three takes and they did these long takes. That would be cool to do yep. as an actor or as being a behind the camera to have like a long, hour-long episode 
of all our anything that that's dragged out and it's literally it would feel very different i assume to doing normal filming of yep. a scene where you've got i wasn't going to say haunting of house i was going to say one division uh is really cool and i really like it and it's you did watch one episode of it but it was I, the I, fifth I episode like it, it was, yeah. i thought it was cool I did think the first two episodes dragged out because the premise is, I won't spoil anything, but the premise of WandaVision is it's the first Marvel TV show that they're doing on Disney Plus. And it's set three weeks after Endgame happens. But the first two episodes, basically, I'm sure people have seen trailers and stuff. There's been heaps of trailers on the internet. Um, there was, the first two episodes are done as, every episode is a new decade as a sitcom. Um, and you find out later why it's a weird sitcom like that. The first two episodes, though, are literally just a random sitcom that happened to have those two characters in it, and there's yeah. only a few little hints that something else is happening. So I think they could have only done one episode, and that's probably why they released those first two episodes together on the first yep. Friday, because it... I still need to go around. It's around. not... Yeah, it is really good, but definitely do not... Maybe I'll watch it this afternoon for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're only short episodes. They're 20, 25 minutes each, um, and I yeah. think there's nine of them. I think there's going to be nine and there's already been five. So there's four more, but I don't know if it's a limited series. Cause I think a lot of those Marvel shows will be limited series. Um, some of them might have second seasons, but I don't, they won't be long, long yeah. dragged out things, but it's really cool. And the budget for the whole show was like 250 million or something. Like it, was, it was like, this is what they're doing. They're making nine 20 minute episodes, but it's got a movie size budget. So every episode that camera's out again could easily, oh shit, could easily be a film. I'll fix the camera, sorry. Sorry, we're having a lot of camera things today. You know, we're going to streamline it. We're still baby phase of doing all the filming and but stuff. It'll be much better when we're in an office space, yeah, we're, which we're going to get we're soon. All soon. Very soon, maybe next week, but it could be the week after, uh, we are going to have a new space to record in and that'll be the permanent recording space and everything will be set up a bit more legit. So uh, that'll be happening soon. Um, anyway, WandaVision um, I think is really cool because like it's it's – very different. I don't think they would have made it into a movie if it. W- oh, definitely not. So even well, especially, especially you know, because it's a sitcom. Yeah, the way it's done. I mean, it kind of phases out of the sitcom shit, and I assume yeah, I know, it'll, it'll, it'll be fully phased out by the end of the season. But yes, um, but it's very, it's really cool, and it does everything looks like a film when it cuts out of the sitcom bits and it goes into the real world. Um, it fully looks like a Marvel film, like the level of nothing looks like they've cut back on it at all. Yep. And Paul Bettany, who plays Vision there was an interview and he said like, there's legit more CGI in this than there was an end game. <laughs> so maybe, maybe the last episode's hectic and there's shitloads of CGI. Um, but I think it's really cool. And I mean, I don't think whether you think like, whether you're a big old Scorsese opinionated person and <laughs> think that the Marvel movies or any superhero movie is not real cinema or whatever, or it's, you know, it's not, I, Marvel hasn't really made a shit movie. True. The MCU. I mean, the first two Thor movies are a little bit crap, um, but they're still not bad. Bad. They're still they're not they're not great. But uh, other World. than those two movies, Dark World is actually quite bad. But other than those two movies, like every MCU movie Iron is Man 3. okay. Three movies out of the twenty-two they've made for the MCU. I don't, can you name another bad Captain one? Marvel. Captain Marvel is bad because people don't like Brie Larson. I don't think it's a bad movie necessarily. I, I don't. Like it's it. weaker, but I don't. It's still not. I would. It's not a fail. No. If you no, but if you if you had to think like fifty percent is a pass. What's I, your favorite MCU movie? Oh, um, I think Endgame was an experience. Endgame's yeah. amazing, but I think I actually think Infinity War is more rewatchable. True. Because Endgame's incredible, 
But Infinity War, I think, is a better movie. But Endgame was more of an experience because it was so like, it was just it. It felt like the, my childhood just, you know, because all those Marvel movies, I've always, I've watched them as they've been coming out since I was little. And so it was a big part of growing up. So Jesus, growing up. So Endgame was a, was a big part, like a big, you know, wow factor. But Infinity War was good because it, because of the way it was, it was allowed to like break all the tropes and, you know, all the superheroes die and they lose. And so, because not, not many superhero movies are going to do that ever. Yep. I would and tie them. Yeah, like, I guess. I mean, I think actually critically Infinity War does have a highest rating than... Yeah, it does. It does. But, and I do think Infinity War is actually a better movie because it breaks all those tropes. Because... I love bra- breaking tropes. Thanks. Um, Thank you. But I think the fact that Infinity War breaks the tropes means that Endgame, when it just goes back to that and the, the heroes win and nah, 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 it feels it still doesn't feel as cheesy as like, oh, of course they win and save the day because they've had that. You understand mm. that that's happened beforehand. I really love movies that surprise me. Yeah. Not in terms of like, you know, jump scares or something, but yeah. like um, in plot. In their plot and the twists. That's, I just feel like that's why Parasite did so well. Yeah, it's because it was so shocking. Well, because it like it was a comedy for like half of the film, and then like suddenly, bam! It was just like thriller, like mad, like not not horror, but thriller. Kind of thriller, but it was more like soft horror. Is that kind uh, of big social message thing? Big social, yeah. But like, I mean, in like, terms yeah, of I, I didn't expect it to go that way. Yeah, no, I, no, me neither. I only expected it to have a twist because you told me. I actually saw it on my birthday. Oh, did you last yeah. year? Uh, 2019. Actually. 2019. Well, I only knew there was a twist because you told me. Um, so I was expecting it, but I didn't know when you just said it changes, it feels like a whole nother film in the second act mm. or like third act or whatever. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting what happened at all, but I do agree. I like films with twists, but I tend to not to hype myself up here, oh, but yeah. guess twists quite regularly. Which, which bothers me. I actually get annoyed that I'm just so clever. Well, you know the <laughs> twist of Fight Club and you haven't even seen Fight I know, but Club. I feel like a That's lot of people... That's a sin in itself. I know. I'm, 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 ang- I'm angry I know that, but I feel like a lot of people know the twist of Fight Club. Now. Uh, it's been out a long time. So. I mean, not a lot of... I don't feel like it's common knowledge for yeah, people who haven't seen the film. Yeah, fair. Um, also, the micro SD card is limited space remaining, big boy. Oh, okay. Oh, she'll be right. Um, all right. Well, I think we'll, we'll go just drinking now. We'll yep. hit, hit the Just Drinking. Just Drinking. Okay, so today we are joined by Fanta Fruit Twist. Um, I, I don't know what fruit. There's, it looks like there's passion fruit. And Orange and mango. I don't know if you can see that or if it's in focus in the camera Imported there. by Lollyland. <laughs> Lollyland. I don't know who Lollyland is. It's a, this is a UK product. Oh, it's a UK product. There made, you go. Made in Great Britain. I think this is the first can we've had in quite a while. Yeah, we, drink. we go over the kombucha shit. Yeah. All right, well, let's give it, let's crack it open. Right. Um, oh, that's nice. Good crack. Oh, it smells, it, I think it's just tropical. I think it's just kind of. Very strong. It smells smell. very tropically. I'm I'm quite sad that we, the, the lav mics that we had before, we, we could like put them. Oh, you got a little bubble on the top of yours there. I know you could put them. We used to. In the can and it sounded really nice. The mics we used to use to record the podcast because they were just little uh, lavalier mics. You could, we just used to sort of put them in the tip of the can so you could hear the. We should get them back just for just, just for just drinking. Yeah. Um, what do you, it smells here. Just, I think it honestly smells like tropical juice. Yeah. And that's it. it. 
It's a nice can though. It's a very pretty, it's that bright red. Look on the Instagram if you're listening. Um, It's a very nice bright red can. It's, it's very pretty to look at. Anyway, let's give it a taste. Shit, spilled it. Oh, it fully tastes exactly like... It's not bad, but... It tastes exactly like... It tastes like an energy drink. No, it tastes, you know, like just tropical juice. It tastes like that. Mm. But fizzy and more sugar. It's not even that carbonated. It's actually know. not. It's all right, though. It's not bad. Yeah. I give it a seven. Like, it's... You always tend to go for the sevens. Do I? Yeah. Do I give it a lot of sevens? You do. Oh. Six. You give, you're only giving it a six? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Seven? Six. You're still giving it a six? Six point two. Fair enough. I think it's good though. I don't, I don't, it's not bad. I just wouldn't drink it that, like. Yeah. But I'm just, to be honest, I'm actually not that much of a soft drink person. Like I like Lyft. Like I like yeah. s- lemon stuff and Lyft is the best because it's the least sugary. Like it's it's just sweet. Um, but I'm not a big soft drink person really. Mm. It's good though. I'm dating this really fast because I'm really thirsty. Fair enough. It's it's nice. Does it say anything actually about it? Um, mm. Best served chilled. It doesn't have. It just has ingredients. Uh, apple, passion this fruit. Is fruit twist made with fruit juice. Very helpful. Um, yeah, it just kind of tastes like normal tropical juice, but a little bit fizzy. Mm. No, it tastes like that breakfast blend juice that you buy. That you can just buy, you know, it's just like, uh, whatever the brand is, you know, it's juice. That Harvey Fresh. No, but I don't know. It just, it just tastes like very sort of. Ju- I can't explain. Just a very fruit juicy thing, but it's Are a there bit any fizzy. Issues in here? I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, um, so I give it a seven. Six point two. Just drinking. Just drinking. Back to movies. Oh, back to movies. I just wanted to say, um. When it comes to editing, yeah, like um, duration. What I, uh, I mean, this doesn't like cl- really classify a mo- movie as like really bad, mm-hmm. but like when I do see this in, uh, I don't know when I when it's done a certain way, I, I'd like a movie even more. Mm-hmm. And like when it's just cross when it, when it's, so two characters are speaking to each other. Yeah. When it's cross cutting, like whenever someone speaks, like this person speaking cut to them. Yeah. This, pe- this person. You don't like that. No, not really. It's too generic. Uh. I think that. Not generic. I, I think that works because just from editing the podcast, what I've realised. Oh no! It, in podcasts, it's fine, but no. Um, but I mean, what I've found. Sorry, the soft drink. Um. Jesus. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's making me want to burp. Um. What I've found now from editing the podcast, like this is the fourth episode I'll be doing this video, um, is that you can use the cutting to like make something funny. So I feel like in certain situations, especially editing those little clips, if it cuts back and forth really quick, sometimes it's kind of funny. But also if you want to do something like an awkward pause, you don't want to cut because then it... So a lot of comedy stuff that I think that's why sitcoms often are long shots and there's so it just depends but i agree cutting back and forth all the time is kind of well it's it's easy it doesn't yeah it's easy it doesn't make it bad but when i like see something where like every single shot is motivated not just by the 
dialogue. The dialogue. Other things. Mm. But equally, I think sometimes people run into the problem of like you're cutting around to show, you know, like for example, I don't know, someone wakes up and they like their alarm goes off and they go to hit the alarm and there's mm. a wide of them waking up hitting their alarm. And some people for the sake of like, oh, well, they're turning off their alarm. So I should do a close up of them. To, but it's not actually, you know what I mean? Unless it has some relevance to the story. Well, yeah, the use of If you're in a wide mm. angle and you're turning off your alarm and just for the sake of it, you cut to them close up hand doing the alarm. It's kind of, it's almost, you don't need that cut if it's just, you can see the alarm in the yep. wide shot. And it's Every cut should have a purpose. It should be motivated. Everything that's shown should have a purpose. I agree with that. You can't, don't just add in you don't something just show for, stuff the sake. for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, for example, when I was doing my little short film, yeah. Um, the, for at the start of last year, um, I added in. I mean, this is this isn't to do with editing, but mm-hmm. um, it's another thing about, you know, inclusion and omission. Yeah, all that stuff. I had written like an entire script for it, mm-hmm. um, because you know I'm a very wordy. But you do like Seb's very good at writing. I mean, I I think I'm much <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm not good at writing dialogue, and I've realised this after writing a bunch of stuff. Seb's very good at dialogue. Um. Yeah, that's all I'll say. And um. Uh, I remember when we were working on our, we were gonna make a short film that went to shit. Oh, it was garbage. It was so bad. Yeah. But when it, whenever you, you here's the story, you write the dialogue for it. I'm gonna write the dialogue for you, and then you just change. Change. It. I know. I I realized after doing that, and then after the one thing that I hate about like, my well, the story doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I hate about see, I I feel like I'm confident in the fact that I can come up with like a broad thing. But I, I'm really bad at the, the just di- I'm actually just shit at dialogue. Is is really th- I'm just really bad at writing dialogue, um, and yeah, Seb's just better at words than I am. But you're better at um, uh, you know, editing software and you yeah, know, but that's tips but and tricks. That's and that's that's, that's camera. Te- I know, but that's teachable. You can teach someone to be good at using the software. I mean, you can teach. You can, yeah, you can teach, uh, but there's a certain level of like talent. An, innate talent that comes with i mean i feel yeah that's what i mean just different strengths in it but you're very good at writing i feel much more confident in like cinematography stuff and well you are um <laughs> thank you um <laughs> anytime yeah anytime um but yeah i feel like i don't know i've just never been, I've, I've obviously never been good at dialogue and i've noticed that more like that's the one thing in my short film like i love i, I i'm quite proud of it but i the dialogue is all shit all of it's shit. Like it's trash. <laughs> it's just, it's bad. And that is also, I think, a thing that a lot. And it's, a, it's a stolen story. And it's fully a stolen story. Um, but I, st- I still like it. Um, <laughs> but I hate, I well, hate. A lot of work went into it. Yeah, a lot of work to go into it. And it was more, uh, kind of, I just wanted to muck around with certain like little technical things yeah. that I wanted to do. So that was, but a lot of, I think when people make short films is they run into like not putting dialogue in it. Yeah. A lot of like indie short films have f- fucking no dialogue because it's, I don't know, maybe it's easy to not do dialogue because you don't have good microphones or. Oh, no, no, I feel like for, for shorter films, it's easy to, without dialogue because, mm. and this is what, uh, what happened with my, my short film. It had a bunch of dialogue. It had a whole like voiceover, voiceover thing. And you, and you had basically none. Was there no dialogue at all? Yeah, I just I just scrapped it because um 
the what could be seen just told the story. You That's true. I agree with that. You didn't have to have any other external thing to tell you what's going on. Where you just tell yeah. what's going Mine on. Mine didn't have very much. It was only the. I honestly think you could borderline have cut all the dialogue, except for at the start of mine with the ad. Because that True. kind of needed, but all you honestly above that and maybe the voiceover, you didn't. Your character didn't really need any dialogue. Like it, yeah, you still could have had the story with no dialogue. It was just kind of there for the sake of it. Because I didn't want to run into that short film trap of like not putting any dialogue in. So I sort of just. But that your character could definitely go watch it if you. It's I think I already said if you yeah. just search my name on YouTube, it'll come up. But when it's when a short film isn't super duper fast paced French New Wave style. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. French, French, French new wave style. Um, when it's not super duper fast paced, it doesn't really need a lot of dialogue to show what's actually been. That's true. That's going, true. You know, going on, um, and you know there are some films out there that. I mean, we started we started watching, and then I fell asleep, so we didn't finish it watching. Um, Let there will be blood the other day, and that the beginning of that's like fifteen minutes of no dialogue at all. Mm. And that's a really powerful 15 minutes. There's a great film by the same guy who made 12 Years a Slave, mm. um, Steve McQueen. Um, mm-hmm. He made a film called Hunger. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I need to get used to that. I know, you need to lean more that's into the camera. again, by the I know, way. I know. It's, it's, your camera might die soon. Anyway, keep going. Um, same guy who made Hunger. And yeah. Sorry, he, he made a film called Hunger um, about um, uh, the uh, protests in... Ireland in the was it eighties? I uh, yeah, don't know much about yeah, yeah, it. Anyway, I know. anyway, yeah, like against Margaret Thatcher and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, basically all these incarcerated protesters all went on like a hunger strike. But like for the whole, um, like first bit of that film, it, it's like an hour of like hardly any talking at all. Yeah, and then um, it gets to this one scene between Michael Fassbender and. This other guy playing a cop and Michael Vespin is like an incarcerated dude. And there's this really long shot of them having like a 20-minute conversation. Like fully 20 minutes? Mm. Wow. And it's like and it's like a big conversation. And yeah. then the rest of the film's all... All very limited dialogue. I feel yeah. like it really depends who you make a film for. Because if you want a film to be very public and lots of people to see it... Yeah. There are just certain things that, you know, most probably moviegoers aren't going to sit through. No dialogue for a whole film and 20-minute long court mm. like thing with ice. Was there like very little cutting? No cutting at all. It was impressive though. Like one shot, 20 minutes long. Well, that's and, and, then, and then it... Um, that's fucked, learning those lines and stuff then. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. That's really and, then, and then whilst the conversation was still going like, I think it was 15 to 20 minutes, that one like shot. Wow. And then it was... Then it was close-ups for a bit when it got more oh, intense. That would be so hard to do. Oh, it would take ages to learn all those lines and stuff. And not, I'm, I assume I w- I would guess that a l- some of it would be ad libbed. No, it didn't look ad libbed. You don't reckon? Well, no. yeah, but it could have just anyway. I think uh, Michael Fassbender is just a great performer. Yeah, I think I think we've lost Seb's close-up now. Oh, really? Um, oh, that's, that's right. I'll just you just have to look. Angle myself. I'll angle myself a bit more. <laughs> Maybe you can like. If this magic editing, um, if any of the stuff becomes a clip after this, just do it through that one. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, no, no, no. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, you know how like the you know people make f- different films for different audiences yeah, and what yeah, they're yeah. going to watch. Um, I think the same goes for uh, who's creating it. Like, I feel like some filmmakers are more making um, mainstream movies. No, not not 
because they're mainstream, but like they're making it more for entertainment. And yeah, some and you know, like Michael Bay. Yeah, like Michael Bay. Michael or Bay like makes very entertainment films. I feel like you'd make very entertainment. I mean, like you know, it has a certain degree of story. Of I agree course, with you, but you're making the films, you know, for fun because you like making films, and yeah. it's, you know, to entertain. Yeah, that's true. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm not having a dig. At you. Are you? Are you? Sh- are you <laughs> no, I'm not shitting on, on you. No, um, I agree with you. But um, you know, when it comes to, the, I mean, you know, that's the movies you watch is for entertainment, right? Yeah, but and I love, I love movies with good story and what am I trying to like I love like I mean I loved when you showed me The Departed like I love that mm. movie and that, that was a very entertaining movie but it's also like got very good story and yeah well you know there's 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 a combination certain, I like the combination because I feel like some movies get fucking bogged down in their story oh definitely. and like just it's just like all like plot and and there's nothing yeah I still I I am under I still believe that movies should be pretty to look at yeah definitely. like there's a reason it's Film. If you just wanted nice, di- like, if you like just wanted spectrum. nice, yeah, it's a spectrum. But if you just want like nice dialogue, you know, then it should just be like an like an audio <laughs> thing. Like if if there's if you're, which I agree with you, if you're just gonna cut back and forth between characters and then new scene and and there's nothing visually cool happening, I don't think it. Then well, it, you know that's the beauty of film. You get to like interplay so many different things. So many different things. Yeah. Audio. Story, visuals. I think films. I think films should be more spectacle than TV show. If you want a really dialogue heavy, that's where I think a TV show comes in. When you can have mm. episodes of, and you can have shitloads of story. Yeah, well but I think there is different an, mediums for different. That's things. true, and but I think there is an element of film that should be still yep. kind of spectacle, because so, uh, um, I, I was saying, so I feel like you're going to be more, you know, when you grow up or whatever you decide to do. When I grow up. I want to be a Parkland Mazda. Do you remember those ads? Yeah, I do. Yeah, classic, classic. Um, you're you're gonna probably gonna deal with more entertainment, more yeah. visuals, more spectacle, more this. Thing. I like that, but I do want to be. I do want to be. So we should make films together. So yeah, we should. That's so you can write shit, and I can make it look pretty. Yeah, and then. Um, but I I feel like I'm you know, film. Well, you like writing. Yeah, but film for me is more of a mode of artistic expression <laughs> i know i agree with you on that that's true um because that's one of my three you know things that give me fulfillment in life which have i've talked you, about have you you've written that's one of those have, did you sit down one day and go these are the three things that give me fulfillment in life yes i did did you really i thought i talked about this in the podcast no you, i don't think you've ever talked about that go uh, on okay well it's a shame we don't have you close up now but anyway go on one friendships right Two, mm-hmm. ro- romance. That's cute. Ah, yeah, and three yeah. films. Well, well, that goes for everyone, right? I yeah. guess, but yeah, romantic and fulfillment, and then there's artistic fulfillment, right? And for you, as films. Yep. And filmmaking. I mean, I, I don't feel like everyone has that. You know, I guess some people well, they, don't lack want it in life, but everyone want to wants that. Express themselves artistically. I don't feel like everyone has that, but you know, that's true. I think yeah, but I think some people just aren't. I think some people just don't express themselves artistically. Mm. They just express themselves in other ways. In wanting money. In wanting money. Well, look, I think everyone, it's the funny argument of like, because some people really just say, I don't give a shit about money. And you can't even, and you can't even. Of course you give a shit about money. No, but some people don't give a shit about money. It's like the genuine, that no one gives a shit. Or like into the wild. (laughs) No, but it's not even, and even if you pull up the argument with, 
like, yeah, but what about not even the fact that it's money, but just the fact that what money can give you. It's not about necessarily... Because some people like having money. Do you know what I mean? Some people are very obsessed with money and having it. And it's not even about what money you can do with them. It's just money. Having money, it feels... I guess people feel safe, safe with it. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel safe with money? Well, of course. it's <laughs> of, No, but of course everyone in the world that we live in, having just all the money would be... All the money. It's interesting because I feel like there's a there's a spectrum of if you have no oh, money. Oh, really? Talk about spectrums. We're today. talking about spectrums yeah. today. Um, Very serious. <laughs> um, I feel like if you have no money at all, you've got no cares in the world. There's no responsibility, and yes, you're probably going to live quite a difficult life. And maybe you know, maybe you don't want to have to have any money. I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't want to have the complications of having because the more money you have, mm. the more complicated. And res- more complicated your life will be, and the more responsibilities you're going to have, inevitably. So I guess there's a spectrum of like, if you've got no money, you've got no responsibility. There's no cares in the world. There's nothing. You know what I mean? Maybe uh. you, maybe your care in the world is eating and getting to sleep somewhere nice. But <laughs> where and if you have lots of money, then you live on the other end of the spectrum of well, if money's not an object anymore, then you still have to worry about your money. But if you've got all the money and you never have to worry about the fact that where am I going to sleep tonight or what am I going to eat? So there's kind of two ends of the... And it's just nine... Majority of people are in the middle and it's like, you know... Where do you sit? Do you sit in the middle? Well, I don't know. I mean, we both come from sort of middle class families. It's not, you know, we go to I mean, private school and... You did spend $70 on KFC today. I didn't spend that. <laughs> we were at rehearsals for the musical and... um. I, Seb was hungry and I was hungry and I was going to get KFC and then everyone was like, oh, can, can you give me chips? Can you? So everyone, I didn't spend $70. I spent about 20, but everyone gave me money. Show us your muscles. Show the world your muscles. There's my muscles. <laughs> Sorry. Show, show, show everyone your muscles. <laughs> um, everyone's, it's just been a running joke between us and Benny T and Oscar that we've been showing each other our muscles for the last couple of weeks. But next week we'll, we'll, we'll show. The four of us will show. The four of us will show the world our muscles. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but we got some exciting guests. We do. Up. There are some actual, legit, exciting guests lined up. Some some proper not friends of ours. I know we <laughs> not, talk. They're not our friends they're yet. They're not our friends yet. They will be our friends. When I say not friends of ours, I mean not just random friends of ours that we're having on that are lined up some for the next no- few weeks. Some notable people. Some notable people. And hopefully we don't go back into lockdown. We will reveal who they are later. Because it's exciting. We but like it, to keep it ambiguous. We like to keep it ambiguous, but it is, it's, it's good news. <laughs> Seb likes pressing the buttons, but it is, it will be very exciting when that, when that eventually happens. Anyway. Anyway. It's been a great episode. It's been a good episode. Um, yeah, we will. At we'll, the start, we're a bit rusty. But a bit rusty. We softened up to you guys. Yeah. I'm just getting back into the, <laughs> the habit of. It is still, it is still a change using the cameras. Whereas yeah, I don't, I feel like I'm still. Three times. Four. Or this is the fourth episode with cameras. Oh, close. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we will see you guys next week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, We'll see you next week with our friends Oscar and Benny T, who have both been on the podcast before in season one, but now you get to see them as well as hear their voices. They have really big muscles. Oh, their muscles are so big. I don't think I've seen muscles as big as theirs. Nah. I don't think muscles have ever been quite as large as that. Also, sorry about... um, the lack of Seb's comic review this week. That's cancelled now. It's never happening again. So That was only for two episodes. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys next week. I've been Dan. I have always been Seb. You're still Seb and you always will be. Bye-bye. You press the button. Now we say bye-bye. See ya. See ya.